Welcome to Tribe Talk, where we focus on the topics that will help you improve your mental, physical, and spiritual well-being. I'm Dr. Elena Villanueva, and helping people improve their mental health is my passion. I'm Ann Hutira, and nutrition is my passion. Together, we invite you to be a part of our tribe and learn how addressing the root causes of your symptoms can bring you improved health and wellness. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the next hour of Tribe Talk. Hi, this is Dr. V, Chief Health Coach with Modern Holistic Health and co-host of Tribe Talk. Welcome to today's Tribe Talk. We are super, super excited because we have an amazing guest on today, um, and uh, it's Marcy Scheimhoff. I'm super excited to introduce you to her. You know, we are in a lot of the same circles, and we were, we were, um, you know, chatting uh, very recently about that. And there are so many people that we know, uh, just amazing healers, people that are on the cutting edge. Um, you know, in terms of you know um, healing, health, transformation, um, and and really understanding more so the science behind a lot of this energy medicine that we're doing now. And so let me just tell you a little bit about Marcy. Um, she is a number one New York Best Times selling author and a world-renowned transformational teacher and an expert on happiness, success, and unconditional love. I absolutely love that. And in this edition of Tribe Talk, we're going to find out more about Marcy Scheimhoff's program called A Year of Miracles, that people all over the world um, are making life changes for the better because of this. Marcy, thank you so much for joining us today. Oh, it's so great to be here with you, Dr. V. I love what you're up to. Oh, thank you so much. I love what you're up to. It's just absolutely amazing. So let me just ask you, you started your career teaching about self-esteem and then focused on happiness and love. Now you're helping people live a life filled with miracles. Tell us about your journey because I can tell you that we are so excited to have you tell us about this because miracles really are happening every day and they're it seems to me like they're happening in more and more abundance over the last 12 months. Mm, well, I, first of all, I, I have to say that I am the least likely person on the planet to be talking about happiness or living a life of miracles. <laughs> it was not, I mean, my journey, I, I was born depressed. I, I came out of the womb with existential angst. And I was just an unhappy camper growing up. I had a great family, but I was just unhappy. And, and uh, sort of to try to fill the void. I, I also had no energy. I was a sugar addict and I, I was 35 pounds overweight in high school. And so when I was in my twenties, I did what a lot of people do. I set goals for myself and I figured once I reach those goals, that's it. I'll be happy. All will be well. And I'll just share with you my five goals that I set thinking, you know, cause I think you'll be able to relate. I wanted to have a great career helping people. I wanted to have a wonderful husband or life partner, fabulous friends, a comfortable home, and the equivalent of Halle Berry's body. <laughs> now I got four out of the five. I don't have Halle Berry's body, but I have a healthy body for which I'm grateful. And I will tell you, I worked really hard to get all that in place. And I had a turning point moment. It was in 1998. 
I had three books in the top five on the New York Times bestseller list at the same time. And I wrote all the women's books in the Chicken Soup for the Soul series amongst some other books. But, you know, and I, I had just finished giving a speech to 8,000 women. I had autographed 5,432 books. My client had had a massage therapist massaging my hand so I didn't get carpal tunnel. And I, um, I remember after I autographed that last book, on one hand, I felt like an author rock star. But I went up to my hotel room, which was the penthouse suite that my client had gotten for me. And I walked over to the windows, looked out at the beautiful panoramic view of Lake Michigan, took a breath, took it in and turned around and collapsed onto the bed and burst into tears. And I burst into tears because I realized I have everything I thought I needed to be happy. And I still felt that emptiness inside. It didn't fill that up. And I realized I could no longer fool myself into thinking that just that next thing is going to get me there. And that's when I started, I dove deep into the happiness research. And I studied all the research on happiness. I studied, I did my own research. I interviewed hundreds of happy people. And I started practicing what they were doing. And Dr. V, I went from probably a D plus in happiness, if you were grading me then, to an A. Now, I'm still a work in progress. I'm always working on it. But recently, in the last 10 years, I started realizing not only was I happy, but I was waking up every morning feeling like my life was in the flow. Like I was just, you know, uh, synchronicities were happening. Things, opportunities were coming my way that were just amazing. I was going, oh my God, my life is a miracle. And I realized I could teach, I, I, the, the same way there is actually a formula for happiness, there's a formula for living a miraculous life. So that's the journey. That's absolutely incredible. You know, what I have found too, is that as we heal ourselves, that sends literally a ripple effect into the world and it starts healing other people. And your story is absolutely amazing. Mm -hmm. And I feel like as many people as we can get the story out to about you and what you're doing and, 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 you know, your whole journey, you know, that's really going to help bring transformation um, around the world. Tell me, what do you mean? I'm just curious about something. What do you mean by the miracle zone? Mm -hmm. Yeah, we talk about one, what I do now is I help people live in what I call the miracle zone. And, and the word miracle, you know, the dictionary definition of the word miracle is that it's a surprise and welcome event that can't be explained by science that's often attributed to divine grace. So we can't create miracles. Miracles are a gift of, of, of the universe, a gift of the divine, of grace. What we can do is we can create the conditions for miracles to flow into our life. And that's what I call the miracle zone. What are the things that I can do to put myself in that flow to actually receive all the miracles that are, that are out there, that are waiting, that are ready? And, and it's actually... Um, a beautiful thing that, you know, it's, it's not like you have to deserve miracles. There's no such thing as deserving miracles. It's that we need to open to and receive them. Wow. You know, that's super, super powerful. You know, what are your thoughts on, um, you know, I hear you say that, you know, we don't necessarily make the miracles, but we set the intention that then sets the engine in place for the universe to deliver these miracles. And 
our, you know, at least that's what I've seen. That's, that's been my truth, you know, mm-hmm. with my mentors and what I've learned and how I've seen my whole life completely change. I mean, I'm in a different book of life than where I was before. I'm like, I feel like I'm in a whole different reality. You know, yeah. I know I am. And it all started with me learning that it wasn't something that I had to earn or deserve necessarily. I had to just believe it. And, and I didn't have to believe it like a hundred percent, right? It was more like, you know, the faith of a mustard seed or a grain of sand, just believe it a little bit more than you don't maybe. And that sets things in place. Um, I mean, what are your thoughts on that? Well, you're exactly, I think you're, I totally agree with you. You're exactly right. You know, first of all, it starts, I think with an intention and you know, what's, what's interesting is that most people don't set their intentions in the right way. And let's talk for a minute, if we can, about intentions, because here we are, it's, it's the beginning of the year. People are out there setting their new year's resolutions and their intentions for the year. And, you know, by the end of January, 50% of people have given up on them. And by the end of the year, only 8% have actually realized their intentions. And part of it is because we set them from, in, as I said, in the wrong way, we set our intentions from the ego. The ego is the realm of fear, of obligation, of should, and it contracts our energy. When in fact, what we really want to do is align with our soul. When we get aligned with our soul, we set our intentions. I call them soul-based intentions rather than ego-based intentions. And the soul is the realm of miracles. It's the realm of all possibilities. And you know it's a soul intention when it makes you feel expanded. And I know right now people are going, okay, I don't get it. What's the difference between these two? So let me just give you a simple example. So the the soul intention is going to make you feel good. The the ego intention is going to make you feel contracted, expanded or contracted. So an ego-based intention might sound like, you know, I'm going to lose 30, 20 pounds this year. So how do you feel when you say, I'm going to lose 20 pounds this year? You kind of probably feel tight. You feel like, ugh, that's a struggle. It's a strain. I don't want to have to do that. It's awful. Doesn't feel great. Now, here's a similar intention, similar outcome that you're looking for, but a totally different angle at it. The soul-based version of that intention would sound something like, I am uh, fit, vital, and healthy in a body that reflects on the outside, the radiance that I am inside. Now, it's not exact exactly those words, but it's the vibe, you know, does that feel different? Yeah. It's all the difference in the world. So I think people need to start with where are their intentions and are they soul-based or ego-based intentions? I love that. And that feels good. You're absolutely right. Like, as you said it, it resonated with me. I was like, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And then, and then as you said that, that way I could even like feel it, right? Because I have so much like so much like love and energy and and so much strength and flexibility and pliability on the inside and um and and my cells resonate with that and so my body hears that and it starts acting accordingly and exactly what you're saying is something that I've been experiencing this last year in 2020 I have been reverse aging so I turned 50 years old in June Wow. You look great. Thank you. Uh, Girl, I am reverse aging. Like I have like no makeup on right now. 
I was dancing at the park today because my body was saying, Elena, you need to move. You want some sunshine. You want some music. So I was putting on music. I drove to the park. I was dancing in the park. And then another lady joined me, which was so amazing. We were both dancing in the park (laughs) together. But things that have happened are I'm reading right now without my glasses. I had to remind myself that I actually can't see without them. This, (laughs) This is incredible. And my eyes are getting better. It's Mm. absolutely incredible. Oh, and we're known to be the data queens. You know, everybody around the world who knows us is like, oh yeah, we want to go to them because, you know, they are very evidence-based, data-driven. And we always say, yeah, the data doesn't lie. Well, let me tell you, the data doesn't lie until it does. Because I had my hormones tested. I've been in, I have been in menopause for over a year, been in perimenopause for about seven years. Mm. And I did a test, um, a Dutch test, because I was um, going to play around with some uh, bioidentical hormones, just play around with it, some mm-hmm. of the vaginal creams and the, and the, and the testosterone pills. But mm-hmm. I needed to see where my baseline was uh, so that we would know how much to dose me. Would you believe it that my test, and this was only like, this was less than two months ago, my test showed my hormones at the level of like an 80 or 90 year old woman. Whoa. And you know, doing a lot of the work with women that we do around the world, I was like, wow, I'm surprised. My, my vagina's not dried up. It's not like paper thin. I still have some libido, although the libido is kind of waning a little bit. Um, you know, I'm surprised that I'm not having more symptoms than I'm having. Um, and would you believe it? I had a period three weeks ago, despite what the data was showing, because my mindset and my vibe is changing. I've gone through some big changes and expansions in 2020 and and it was it was fresh bright blood with two little baby period pimples right here and right here and that that is that is an evolution to to our this is going this is causing this is rippling out and it, it is it is creating an evolution in our business what you're talking about the world needs to know about because it is creating an evolution in, it's going to create an evolution in many people's businesses, but it's creating an evolution in the world. When you change your intention and you change your mindset, everything follows suit. Even every, even your DNA follows suit. And so that leads me to something. I just had to share that, Marcy. Thanks. For I think that's sure. awesome. Really, really great. I completely am with you on this. It, it's it's absolutely amazing. And you know, I, I can't wait to share what's changing in my body next. There are a lot of things, but. But today, you know, we're here talking about, you know, this miracle zone. Can you give us some examples of what it's like for these different lives of the people who are living in the miracle zone? Yeah, and we have so many examples. I mean, we do, uh, we have a program called Your Year of Miracles. This is our eighth year doing it. And we have, th- we have uh, 5,000 people. Um, we've had 25,000 people through the program over the years. And what we've seen is everything. When you shift into the miracle zone, we've had people who couldn't get pregnant. We've had them you know, get pregnant. We've had people calling their soulmates. We've had total reversals of finances. We've had, you know, you name it. It's just, and, and the thing that's almost the most inspiring to me, I mean, all of them are inspiring, but it's, it's the story of the person who's, who's struggled with depression her whole life, has never been happy and is suddenly waking up every morning feeling in love with herself and her life. It's like, wow, 
that's possible. And no matter what age you are, I mean, we have people in their 90s, we have people in teenagers, it's, it's universal principles that allow us to live more in the miracle zone. And what, you know, you said something really interesting earlier about how we affect other people. This is why I'm so passionate about this. When you become happier, there's a phenomenon called emotional contagion. And it says that we catch the emotions of the people around us just like we catch their colds. And that's both positive and negative. So if you want, if you're around negative people and you want to, uh, you know, people are always asking me, number one question I'm asked is, what do, you, what do I do? I'm around a bunch of negative people. Well, if you're around a bunch of people with a cold, what do you do to prevent yourself from getting the cold? You strengthen your immune system. Get away. You know? you well, you create boundaries. Them. Yeah, you get away. Create your boundaries. <laughs> That's right. And if you can't, if they're still there in your space, you strengthen your own, your own immune system. Same with negativity. You strengthen your emotional immune system and that negativity tends to bounce off of you more. And yes, be wise and create more boundaries. But also what happens is the stronger energy wins. And if your positive energy is stronger, what's going to happen is you're going to impact them and you're going to raise them up. I mean, that's what's, you know, I, people say, well, oh, I, I can't do something like this. You know, I, it's selfish. It's the least selfish thing you can do. If you've got kids, your kids are going to learn from your modeling. So you live in the miracle zone and they'll learn how to do it. Oh my gosh, that couldn't be truer those words are so powerful. And let me rephrase that in a different way or give a little perspective on that. That's a construct. That's a lie that we've been taught that we put everybody else first and we put ourselves last. That is what has over hundreds of years led us to where we are in this world situation today. And the only way that we're going to get out of it is by waking up, seeing all of the lies that have been, you know, and these constructs that have been passed down for generations and generations and learn that self-love and giving ourselves the attention that we need so that we can expand. That is how, that is how the world is going to shift. That is how our children are going to live the life that we really truly want for them. It's not by sacrificing our health and our livelihoods and you know it's not by sacrificing ourselves it's by filling ourselves with what we need and what we desire that is actually going to help change the world i love that you said that sister that is so beautiful yeah and you know i love this this topic of self-love let's can we talk about it for a minute because i yes yes absolutely so you know i for years i taught about self-esteem and self-esteem is great. Self-esteem is I like myself because, you know, I like myself because I do a good job at things or because I'm a good mom or because I'm a great friend or whatever. Great, but it's conditional. It's not the real deal of what we actually need, which is self-love. Self-love is an unconditional feeling of love for ourselves, no matter what, you know, no matter what. And here's what I find. One of the biggest ways that people block themselves from living a more miraculous life is that they don't feel worthy. Mm -hmm. They don't feel worthy of receiving mm -hmm. the miracles that are there. And the reason they don't feel worthy is because they don't have enough self-love. And what they're doing is they're actually energetically pushing away their miracles. They're just going, okay, no, 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 no. And I, let me just give you a little, little quiz to see, and everybody can answer this for themselves. This is to see if you push away your good throughout the day. 
And because when you're pushing away small ways, when you're in very small ways, pushing away your good, you know what? You're pushing away your good in big ways as well. You know, they, they, there's that saying, if, if, if you can't, if people can only give to you as much as you can receive, it's the same with the universe. The universe is only going to give to you to the degree you can receive. So here are five questions to see how well you receive. So question number one is, do you, um, do you easily receive gifts from people? Is that something that comes and you don't feel like you have to immediately go give them back twice as much? Is it okay? You're okay receiving gifts. Number two, do you receive compliments? Somebody says, oh, you did a really great job on that. Do you go, oh no, it was nothing when in fact, you know, you worked super hard on it. Or do you, do you acknowledge you to go, thank you. I really appreciate that. Cause I worked really hard on that. And I was so happy with how it turned out. So do you graciously receive compliments? Number three, do you receive help? So if somebody offers to help you with something, do you say yes? Or even, even more important, do you ask for help? Mm -hmm. Or do you go, no, no, I can do this myself. You know, that's part of receiving. Number four, do you play down your great, you know, good things that happen to you because you don't want other people around you to feel bad? Okay, there you are. You're pushing down the good, the light. And then number five, this was, this is the biggest one I had challenges with. Do you feel like you need to struggle or work super hard in order to receive the good? So if you said yes to any one of those, then unconsciously, probably you are pushing away your good. And what you want to do is you want to stop. You just want to start by noticing, oh, how am I pushing? You know, I call it the, how do I push away my good game? Just go through your day and notice, oh gosh, that was an opportunity to receive and I didn't take it. And let me, let me next time just stop and open up and receive. So it's really a matter of us also becoming very good at receiving. I love that. That's beautiful. And you know, when we, I, I, I noticed this in my own journey, as I became better at receiving, a lot of that had to do with me learning to live in the present moment. And, and so that I could see all of the miracles happening around me and all the opportunities happening. And uh, because we, when you can't see them, then it's even easier to push them away. But you know, if you live in the moment, you can see them and you can go, oh my God, this is absolutely amazing. Like, this is great. And then as you start receiving, you you start getting this feeling, you get this feeling in your heart, you know, like right in your heart chakra. And, and it's this warm, like expanding feeling and it's called gratitude. And you yeah. start feeling like this gratitude. And as you feel that gratitude, cause it's a feeling, right? It's not just like a definition or a word. It's a feeling as you have that gratitude for these miracles, these amazing things that are happening in your life your vibe raises and it expands even more, allowing more room for more goodness and amazing things to come into your life, right? Like, and, and everybody, everybody needs this. And this is, you know, I believe even more possible now during all this crazy stuff going on in the world, because people are more attuned and they're aware and they're looking for it. Wouldn't you agree, Marcy? Like people are looking for this right now. Absolutely. I have found people are hungry. They're hungry for a community. They're hungry for like-minded people who are in the same energetic vibration who get each other. They're hungry for openings, for breakthroughs, for different levels of consciousness. You know, I mean, I, I, let me share if I can a, a really quick story about this whole thing about receiving that, that I think uh, that 
that happened to me years ago. Um, I think it was in 1996. I was I had atten was attending a workshop with Marianne Williamson, who I love her teachings and always have. She's now a very dear friend of mine. Back then she was she was like a mentor. And um, Marianne said, you know, if you make a lot of money, but you don't shift your consciousness to feel worthy of of having that, you will inevitably lose it. And I thought to myself, no way, that would never happen to me, no way. And sure enough, a year or so later, my, uh, you know, my books came out, they were big success. And I started getting a lot more money than I was comfortable with. It was beyond my, my set point for, for, for money set point for how much I felt worthy of. And I proceeded to start losing the money. Now, fortunately, I remembered what Marianne had said and I, and I uh, was able to stop it before it went on too long. And, and I had to shift my consciousness, open myself to a greater level of, of uh, worthiness. And you know what I'm finding is these days, we can't do it alone. That's the mistake people make is they go, oh, I can, I can do this on my own. What I find is that people need support. We need support to stay in this energetic vibration because most people don't have that around them. It's not, you don't turn on the news and get this. You know, you don't usually walk into a, um, you know, just a, a meeting or, and have a lot of people in this energy. Now, fortunately, you've got people like you who do, you know, Dr. V, who do these kind of podcasts where it's, it is very much this energy. And it's so important to consistently stay in this because you know what you're doing is you're actually changing. And I know you know this, you're changing your, your brain activity, you're changing your neural pathways, you're changing your biochemistry so that it's a really, it's an embodied state of being. It's not just a theory. It's actually in your cells. I love that. I love that. So tell us about your year of miracles program, because so many people are looking for this. They want this, they need this. And for, for all of you who are followers of tribe talk, ladies and gentlemen, if you're looking for this, if you're looking for that something, I really highly 100% recommend this program. So tell us, tell our listeners a little bit about this program and how they can find you to connect with you so that they can do this program if they are feeling led to do this. Yeah. So great question. Thank you. I, I, uh, this is my love. I love, love seeing people's changes. You know, I'm committed to results and that's what, that's what I care about. So this is a, a program where you it's live. You are with, with, uh, you know, 5,000 people, uh, and it's a, it's a year-long program to live your life in the miracle zone in every area of your life. So if you know that there's more, there's just something, you're stuck in a certain area, you, want, you know, whether it's finances or health or relationship, it's really a holistic approach to shifting your life so that you are living in the miracle zone and on an ongoing basis. And we, as I said, we have results that are phenomenal. You will get a miracles group. You'll be one of the things, one of the components is you get a miracles group of about seven or eight uh, other people that are intentioning your miracle intentions for the year. We're walking you through exactly what to do. We have a month on dreaming your miraculous dreams and a month on self-love and a month on uh, vibrant health and a month on money miracles. And so we're really with you every step of the way with giving you the formula and the support to live a miraculous life. And you can find out about it at youryearofmiracles.com, youryearofmiracles.com. 
Thank you so much, Marcy, for sharing this. This is so perfectly timed because the world is so ready for this right now. Mm. Thank you. Well, I want to thank you. And I want to thank you for all that you're doing because I see how much you get that when we shift an individual, it really helps shift the collective. And I always love to share this quote, if I can just sort of uh, end with this. It's a beautiful Chinese proverb that sums up why I'm passionate about this. And I think it sums up why you're doing what you're doing. It says, when there is light in the soul, there will be beauty in the person. When there is beauty in the person, there will be harmony in the house. When there is harmony in the house, there will be order in the nation. And when there is order in the nation, there will be peace in this world. And my prayer and my wish for every single one of us is that we know that light in our own souls. And through that, we help create more peace on this planet of ours. Oh, that is so beautiful. And you know what? We are all light. That's exactly what we are, light and love. And thank you so much for sharing that. And I can't wait for us to get back together and touch on, you know, really maybe dive into some different areas of your course this year, Um, you know, because maybe not everybody will get a chance to hear this one. And I think that this is, I know this is, this resonates so highly. I know that people are looking for this. And so we are going to get this out. We're going to get this word out there for you. You know, all of you listening again, like jump on this. If this resonates with you, jump on this and, you know, thank you for joining us on tribe talk this week, everyone stay tuned because as we always do, we're going to have some amazing people on in the following weeks, starting out 2020. I love you. Remember to love yourself and keep shining your light bright.